Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. This is Yuval Noah Harari. You have no soul. You have no free will. You are a hackable animal, and you must get used to that because we can control you. We are the leaders and the oligarchs of the technocracy. We know what's good for you. We will form a new democracy. We are the leaders of the technate. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. So what I'm going to do now is I am going to show you a series of videos that I collected and put together on Ray Kurzweil. I told you earlier in the show that we were going to discuss why this man is doing this, what his goal is. It's very selfish, to be honest. But it's also very important that we take a look deep inside this man and try to really, really understand him. And I put them in order for you so that you can really get a, it's, it's sort of, um, I put them in a sequence uh, so that it would make sense to you. And what he does is he's going to talk about living longer and he's going to be talking uh, about some really interesting uh, stuff. So let me play this for you right now. People might, you know, when they're 30, say, oh, I don't want to live past 95. But when they're 95, they actually want to live to 96. You know, I want to live, I think, the same reason that I believe everyone else does. Uh, people say, oh, well, death gives meaning to life because it makes life short and therefore it gives meaning to time. Actually, what gives meaning to life is the things we can do with it. Being creative, creating music, art, poetry, having relationships with other people, being loving. We all like to live indefinitely. In fact, research shows that people don't want to take their lives or end their lives 
unless they're suffering physical or emotional pain. And people think, oh, well, I don't want to live hundreds of years because they think of themselves living as what we today think of as a hundred-year-old living for a few hundred more years. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about being able to overcome disease and aging. And aging really is a disease-like process. Now, he sounds very reasonable, right? We just want to overcome disease and aging. Well, that's part of the adoption campaign. That's how they sell it to you. How are you going to speak out against and fight against a technology that cures disease and fights against aging? No one wants to age, hence plastic surgery and the gym. But this guy is trying to make it sound like it's all about love. Why would I want to live forever? Because I love people and I love creating things. A very profound transformation over the next 10, 15 years. Health and medicine has become an information technology. Health and medicine didn't used to be an information technology. The Genome Project gave us the software of life. And biology is a, an information process. And we're now actually able to reprogram this outdated software. We're already smarter than we used to be because of the technology we carry around on, on our belts, but it's going to go inside our bodies and brains, keeping us healthy, making us smarter. Uh, we're going to be more creative, better able to express loving sentiments. Now, if you hear what he said, he said the smartphone that you carry around in your pocket makes you smarter. Listen, I can look stuff up on my phone. It is my brain that's able to process that information. Certain information I can't. My brain isn't wired that way. I'd love to do an IQ test before the smartphone and after the smartphone, and that would be able to challenge and defeat him on the case he's trying to make. The smartphone does not make you smarter. In fact, it actually makes you dumber. Now, what we need to look at next is this video, which I call Hacking Genetics. Let's take a look. We can't rely on being natural, that's not good enough. If we just rely on our genes, uh, we wouldn't live very long. It was not in the interest of our species when our genes evolved thousands of years ago for people to live that long. It really was in the interest of the species for people to live to their 20s, basically to raise their kids. And your kid was 12 and you were 25, and then your kids went off and started their own families. And then you're just using up the precious resources and food of the tribe. Now, I'm not saying I want to die at 25 years old because, well, I must be living in augmented reality inside of the metaverse right now because I'm 40. But what he's saying, it wasn't in the interest of humans to live past that certain age. Well, now what makes it in the interest of humans to do that other than people like him who want to play God and live forever? And life expectancy was 23 a thousand years ago. It was 37 in 1800. So we really need to divert from what is natural uh, in order to stay healthy. We have to divert from what is natural in order to stay healthy. So he's saying other than your natural body staying healthy, we need to divert from that into technology. So technology is going to make you healthy this man also wants to put nanorobots in your bloodstream and connect your brain to a cloud-based neocortex. Uh, evolution is not on our side once we get into our 30s and 40s and these various aging processes and disease processes pick up steam and are themselves 
exponential. So we need to reprogram our biochemistry, and I do that with supplements, some Right, so he has to reprogram his biochemistry. Now, in the beginning here, he's going to get into this a little bit. Medications, uh, for example, a medication metformin appears to be a caloric restriction mimetic. It produces the same changes in the body as eating less. Uh, the same thing with resveratrol, which is a natural supplement found in wine. So there's a different story with each supplement. I take about 150 a day, and it's a long, complicated story, which is why we wrote a whole book about all the different things you can do to slow down or even stop, or in, in some cases reverse, aging and disease processes. Okay, so he's talking about slowing down the aging process, which look, a lot of us, we go to the gym, we try to eat healthy, we try not to abuse alcohol and drugs to excessive amounts. Of course, a lot of people take pride in that. They want to stay healthy, they want to look good. Uh, but but that sounds normal. Now, we're going to progress a little further into the mind of Ray Kurzweil, and you're going to see that he's a little more extreme than that. He's not just a guy in his 60s and 70s. And remember, these interviews, these videos are over the course of the last 15 years. Okay, so he's been talking about this for a long time. Now, let's listen to the next one. The goal really is to stay healthy long enough to get to the point where we have these future technologies. He says the goal is to stay alive long enough until we get to the future technologies, the technologies that he's helping develop. We talk about three bridges to radical life extension. Bridge two is biotechnology, reprogramming the information underlying our biology. Bridge three is nanotechnology going beyond biology. Bridge one is what we can do right now. And a major part of that is nutrition because what we take inside of our bodies has a profound effect on our health. It's uh, actually a pretty moderate program. It's not eat low carb or low fat. It's actually eat healthy carbs like fruits and vegetables uh, and avoid unhealthy carbs like sugar and starches. Eat healthy fats like omega-3 fats found in fish or monounsaturated fat found in nuts. Uh, avoid unhealthy fats like saturated fat found in meat. We need to actually augment uh, our food with certain supplements, even medications. There's one medication, which is an old diabetes drug called metformin, that actually appears to have uh, anti-aging uh, benefits. So there are certain things that actually can make us healthier that uh, go beyond food. And people say, well, you take these supplements and pills and you, you think that's gonna enable you to live hundreds of years. No, the goal of w what I'm doing now, which we call bridge one, is just to get to bridge two, which is only 10, 15, at most 20 years away, which is the full maturation of the biotechnology revolution where we can really reprogram our biology away from disease and away from aging. And that'll be a bridge to bridge three, which is the nanotechnology revolution. For example, nanorobots in your bloodstream that augment your immune system and can destroy virtually all disease. Okay. so. What, what, what I wanted to say quick is that if you listen to what he said, there's multiple parts. So he's eating healthy and taking supplements and pills now to try to stay alive another 10 years so he can get to the point where his biological technology can then fight diseases in his body to keep him alive long enough for the next 10 years to the point where he can put nanorobots inside his body and live forever. We're going to see a little more of this, but for some reason, I don't know why this guy reminds me of Woody Allen. What'd you have for breakfast? 
today? Yeah, this is going to be a, a deep probing interview, and I want to know what exactly you had for breakfast. Uh, a large OJ, which I made myself, an orange juice, eight ounces. Uh, yeah. Uh, some uh, vitamin C, vitamin E, a Theragran multivitamin, um, some roast pork fuyang on a bed of lettuce, um, and I had some really? white bread that I soak in warm water all the time because I like it. It's easier to chew. And, um, <laughs> I had an English muffin ladled with honey and myrrh on it, and, um, I, it's and I had some hot cocoa and oh. some rum, and you baste it uh, on the edges, and then I had some more Italian food and some linguine, and yes, to get the day off to a nice light start. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, did they carry you here uh, as a result of this? Or? You know, I know. I really know that you are concerned about your diet and all. I mean, I'm a I remember you once bought a book on uh, on cholesterol. Uh, we were wandering on uh, an avenue in Hollywood once, and bought a, a book on cholesterol. Do you do you count your cholesterol? Do you worry about the pork foo young? Uh, I do. I worry about uh, dying uh, from something, from anything, but cholesterol. I would not like yeah. to die. I don't want to die uh, from a heart attack. You see that? It's unbelievable. It's almost as if Woody Allen was doing a parody of Ray Kurzweil on uh, Saturday Night Live when it used to be good, talking about his health and being so afraid of death. And this sketch goes on and on and on. I just thought it was hilarious. I happened to stumble upon it, and I said, God, this is almost like watching Ray Kurzweil sitting there talking about food and his fear of death. But I need to go on. Um, what I need you to see now uh, and for the video uh, audience at Pain.tv uh, behind the paywall, you're going to see this video for you guys on audio only. You can look it up. Uh, Ray Kurzweil, look for something on anti-aging. And you're going to see that Ray Kurzweil actually gets, uh, well, I want you to see the look on the interviewer's face when we get to this point. You talk about complete and in total insanity and the thirst for immortality. This man is crazy. Watch. How much do you fiddle with the mix, adjust the cocktail? Well, I'm constantly testing myself, so I'm not flying without an instrument panel, uh, and look at actually many dozens of different indicators, hormone levels and nutrient levels, and, and the usual things like cholesterol and C-reactive protein, and keeping things in what I consider to be optimal ranges, uh, but actually don't change it that much. One of the challenges is to deliver substances uh, into the cells. First, they have to make it through the gastrointestinal tract and survive into the bloodstream, and then they have to get from the bloodstream to the actual cells. Uh, and there's been advances in packaging uh, these supplements, so they actually survive that voyage. And you, so now I can take smaller numbers of pills and get a, a bigger impact. Give just one example so people understand some technology you're using by taking supplements. It's not being typically used by people who say take statins. If people are taking statins, they should take coenzyme Q10 because what many doctors won't tell you is that statin drugs deplete the body of coenzyme Q10 that's responsible for most of the side effects, but you can actually counter that by just supplementing with coenzyme Q10. And most people don't know that. It's a very simple thing. Uh, aging is not one process. There's many different things going on that cause us to age. Uh, there are, I have a program that at least slows down each of these different processes.
When you're very young, you have a large amount of a certain substance in your cell membrane of every one of your 10 trillion cells. It's called phosphatidylcholine. Uh, the body actually makes that substance, but doesn't keep up with the depletion. So by the time you're 90 years old, the level of phosphatidylcholine you have will be less than 10% of what you had as a child. That substance is responsible for making the cell uh, pliable, letting nutrients in, letting toxins out, keeping the cell supple. Uh, the depletion of that substance, phosphatidylcholine, is responsible for the skin in elderly people being uh, lacking suppleness and uh, not being soft, uh, and the organs not working as well. So that is one of the aging processes. You can reverse that by supplementing with that substance. And if you really want to do it properly, you would take it intravenously, which I do, uh, to get it right into the bloodstream uh, where it can be delivered to the cells. So you're getting shots of this? It's a IV. I go to a health clinic and I get a number of IVs of things that are hard, difficult to deliver through the GI tract. But you can do a fairly good job by taking that orally. Did you see the look on the interviewer's face when he said that he takes the shots intravenously? The guy looked like he was going to have a heart attack. This guy is crazy. I mean, what, what else would this man do to try to uh, reach his goal of getting past 10 years at that time to get to the next level where they could biohack his system to fight disease in another 10 years where he could become immortal? This guy is crazy. He's a complete and total lunatic, and yet he is the chief engineer at Google, and he has been highly instrumental in the last several decades at building the technocracy, building the prison planet, and disrupting our lives, disrupting humanity itself. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, I'm going to show you a final video and wrap up this episode of the Dustin Gold Standard. I'm Dustin Gold. I'll see you on the other side. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, folks, we are back. We are back. Over the break, I uploaded my subconscious to the cloud, and I am only an AI projection of myself. I'm Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard right here, folks. We had seen Ray Kurzweil, this mad scientist, talking about all the pills and the IV injections that he takes in order to make himself young again and defeat aging, overcome the aging process so that he could get to the point of uploading his brain into the AI hive mind neocortex. The one thing that apparently his anti-aging drugs does not do is keep his hair a natural color because he uses hair dye and it looks horrible. Also, for the audio-only audience, he looks like Woody Allen, and he wears about five rings, gold rings, on his fingers. Who the heck knows what those are? Maybe they're designed to stop his arthritis, because the man is clearly old and crippled. 
I'm going to show you this final video to wrap up this episode with uh, Ray Kurzweil. And uh, as you saw, a little bit of Yuval Noah Harari. When I come back from this video, we're going to close this out with my final thoughts, which will lead us into the next set of episodes we will be putting together. Let's take a look at Ray Kurzweil talking about this virtual reality body. I'm Ray Kurzweil. I'm an inventor, author, and futurist, and I invite you to join me at Global Future 2045, which will be a fabulous Congress to explore uh, the brilliant future ahead. Well, we're going to become increasingly non-biological to the point where the non-biological part predominates and the biological part is not that important anymore. In fact, the non-biological part, the machine part, will be so powerful it can completely model and understand the biological part. So even if that biological part went away, it wouldn't make any difference because the, the non-biological part already understood it completely. We'll also have non-biological bodies. We can create bodies with nanotechnology. We can create virtual bodies and virtual reality. That The virtual reality will be as realistic as real reality. The virtual bodies will be as detailed and convincing as real bodies. Um, we'll have different we'll have different ways we can create bodies. We do need a body. Our intelligence is directed towards a body, but it doesn't have to be this frail biological body that's subject to all kinds of failure modes. Folks, do you hear what he's saying? He's actually talking about what we come to call today the metaverse. Basically, this augmented or virtual reality, 3D immersive uh, Second Life video game that we go inside. I told you they want to lock you in a 400 square foot pod where you sit in a chair with goggles on your head and you enter this metaverse. And then when you're doing activities inside, your body is actually generating energy that's captured into a battery and they're going to use the battery to power the AI. Remember a little while ago, we saw Yuval Harari talk about the amount of energy they're gonna to need to power this system and also the ability to uh, store all of the data needed to drive the AI hive mind, which by the way, there's a technology out there where they're taking human DNA and using that to create hard drives because DNA stores multiple times more data than anything else on the planet. They're actually working on this. So humans will become batteries and become data drives to power the AI and to store the big data. Listen to this madman because he has been building this for the most powerful people on earth. Remember, the CIA wants to lead in artificial intelligence. Kurzweil is highly connected to MIT, which had lots of CIA connections. All of the people involved with this, Eric Schmidt, who was the head of Google, the CEO of Google, overlapped when Kurzweil was there, went and worked for the Department of Defense, went and worked for Donald Trump on the Commission on Artificial Intelligence. They are building this. It is real. Well, I think we'll have a choice of bodies. We'll certainly be routinely changing uh, our apparent body in virtual reality. So today you can have a different body in something like Second Life, but it's just a picture on the screen. Although uh, research has shown that people actually uh, begin to subjectively identify with their avatar. Uh, but in the future, it's not going to be a little picture in a virtual environment you're looking at. It'll feel like this is your body and you're in that environment. 
and that your body is is some is is a is the virtual body, and it can be as realistic as real reality, and the environment can be as realistic as real reality, and so we'll we'll be routinely able to change our bodies very quickly, as well as our environments, in virtual reality. But it will feel very real. We'll ultimately be able to do that with real reality too, like self-organizing swarms of nanobots that can link themselves up into a virtual body. If we had radical life extension only, uh, we would get profoundly bored. We'd have a profound existential ennui, uh, running out of things to do and new ideas. Uh, but that's not what's going to happen. Uh, in addition to radical life extension, we're going to have radical life expansion. We're going to have millions of virtual environments to explore. We're going to ex literally expand our brains. Right now, we only have 300 million pattern recognizers organized in a grand hierarchy that we create ourselves in our neocortex. But we can make that 300 billion or 300 trillion. We can expand it. Uh, the last time we expanded it, with the frontal cortex, we created language and art and science. Just think of the qualitative leaps that we can't even imagine today when we expand our neocortex again. We'll be thinking grander, deeper, more hierarchical thoughts than ever before, uh, creating whole new institutions like art and science that, that we could not articulate. Uh, so we're not going to get bored. If, if that weren't the case, then I think you know, living for hundreds, thousands of years would, would be a profound uh, philosophical uh, nightmare, but uh, instead we're headed for radical life expansion. Okay, folks, so you've heard Ray Kurzweil, and you've heard Yuval Noah Harari. You see exactly what we are dealing with here. We are dealing with God-wannabe psychopaths, but as I told you over the last two episodes, these people are not gods. They are merely hackers. They are pirates, they are thieves, they are criminals, they are scammers, schemers, grifters, and gutter trash. If these people were actual gods like they want to be, they would not need to hack humans. They would not need to put nanobots in our bodies. They would not need to genetically modify fruits and vegetables. They would not need to geoengineer the air that we breathe. These people are hackers. That's why they call us hackable animals. They want to play God. They develop CRISPR, Cas9, to genetically modify humanity. They talk about injecting things in our bodies, of which sadly some people may already have these things in them. This is what we are up against. As I've talked about, and a running theme of mine is that we have to learn, we the people on the Ebuchadnezzar here in the matrix that want to live a natural life are going to have to figure out how to live one foot in and one foot out. But first, we have to actually understand what they are building and the technologies that they have and are actually developing now so that we can figure out how we are going to protect ourselves from those technologies as much as humanly possible. I said earlier in the show that I would leave you with a final note. I am not advocating for a revolution or a resistance in any violent way. I do not want to be thrown off of any of the podcast platforms 
nor any of the social media platforms. But I will say this because I need to, because I told you I would always tell you the truth. Since we are acting as our own futurists, just as today we need to be our own doctors, our own lawyers, our own advocates in almost everything we do. We have to become our own teachers to our children. We have to become our own daycare. We have to do everything. We have to become our own farmer. We have to become our own food supplier. Because we cannot trust the system any longer. But as I said, we have to become our own futurist. We listen to their words, we study their technology, and we try to predict what they're going to do so that we can build a life around them. At the end of the day, their technology is nothing more. And the prison planet that the technological oligarchs are building, these technocrats, these people who think they are so powerful, they're going to genetically modify humanity. They're going to geoengineer our planet. They're going to upload a software into every living natural thing on Earth. But here's the thing. As Elon Musk is launching satellites into space, building what is called Starlink, I believe that Starlink, which we will do a deep dive into, is going to be what powers and connects all of the Internet of Things that are connected now through sort of decentralized, broken-up forms of Internet and the Internet of Bodies that Bill Gates and others have talked about for years, which is actually connecting humans to the cloud, of which Kurzweil explains in further depth. At the end of the day, these technologists rely on one thing, technology everything they're building and even if they put nanobots into humans and try to connect them up to the cloud try to connect their brain to the cloud-based neocortex their entire system is a paper tiger it operates on the internet without the satellites in space their entire system collapses now, how would you reach satellites? You really can't. But the satellites are merely transmitters that beam down eventually to the ground and are collected by receivers. Their whole system, the entire prison planet, is one giant paper tiger. It operates on the Internet. In my home, I could have all the technology I want. This camera that is videoing me, this microphone that is recording my voice, my three monitors hooked up to my desktop that are programmed to create this entire show, to run my software, my lights that are behind me and in front of me to make me look decent on camera, my laptop, my iPad, my phone. Without the internet, without power, it all goes down. The entire technological system I've designed around me operates on electricity and on internet. And so does their system. So these people who believe that they are gods, that they will biohack humanity and control all natural life, 
are nothing more, as I've said multiple times, than hackers, pirates, thieves, and criminals. And what they are selling you, this idea that their system is inevitable, this idea that they are going to be the controllers and they are going to give you this AI to make your life better, that's where they are the schemers, the scammers, the con men, the grifters. But as far as hacking our creator's creation, they are just hackers. And without internet, hackers can't break into computers and they can't break into life. For all of humanity, I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world, built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion. at pain.tv slash gold.